Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Dating Badly. This week we have um, a return guest, Rose Bishop, comedian, uh, and also another return guest, we have Alita Brighton from Bad Dates in Melbourne. It is Alita's turn to choose the movie and she chose one of her favourite films, Sleepless in Seattle, which is a real hunk of garbage. It is, it is dated very, very badly. It is fucking terrible. Man, sometimes they write the women in this these romantic comedies to be real terrible people. Anyway, but uh, a fun time. We get pretty deep with dating, I guess, because all three of us are single. And I know it's, uh, I don't want to be sort of, I guess, a podcast that's always just women going, meh. Um, I feel like we, I feel like I have a lot more fun than that. And I haven't really talked about a lot of dating stuff lately, but just because of what Alita does and uh, what we just talked about what it's what the we just talk about the difference of women and dating with men the same age and so that we go go a bit hard on men i'm really sorry i do love men um i love you so much that i have sex with you when uh, you want me to uh and when you've bathed but uh i uh, i will actively look for single men to have on the show to talk about what it's like to date women um, at the same age because I feel like it was a very one-sided argument. Um, unfortunately, it's really hard to find single men at this age who um, are having the same experiences. The, there's two single dudes that I know, comedians, who are great. They're like, no, it's the best. I date and I love it and it's awesome. So I guess it's... I, I will actively look for men as bitter as me, but I'm just not friends with guys that bitter because I feel like they're just in an incel and love Rick and Morty. Anyway... Hope you really enjoy the episode. Hope you're looking after yourself. Hope you're looking after your, your heart and your mind with all the protest stuff that's happening around. It is uh, the worst. I um, I mates with a lot of people still in America, so my feed is pretty, um, pretty fucking um, um, full of all this stuff and it's been going on. I feel like with this stuff and whenever there's like a domestic violence thing, I feel like we're just yelling and screaming all the time until something changes and I don't know what has to change when people complain about people protesting I'm like well you're not listening because again you know this happened again and it's um it's it's tiring when you are part of that um I say when you're part of that minority but women we're not a minority you know but we we have our own stuff but then there's you know there's the indigenous stuff and and it's it's look I don't read a lot it's so fucked. I just hope you're looking after your heart and your mind and um, you're following your follow, following your bliss, as Cher would say, and taking care of everything that is the good things for your life. And I hope you're working out. Remember, um, uh, the place that I go to is Fitness XO. They do online classes. Uh, they also do boot camps you can pay for, but you cannot, But the online classes are the best. They change them every fucking day. You don't have to have dumbbells and all this shit to do it. It's really uh, easy if you're just starting out. And, um, and they're fun-ish because <laughs> you're still working out. Um, first week's free. Just do it. First week's free. Fitness XO. And then when they start doing classes again, they're in Richmond and Northcote. Uh, and the boot camps are at Victoria Park in uh, Collingwood. Anyway, uh, take care of yourself. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for those who have messaged me about the Patreon where um, I messaged everyone on the Patreon to remind you, to remind you that if you're still on the Patreon when it was... Uh, worst first dates you're still on that tier I can't cancel you 
So you have to cancel yourself. Isn't that ironic? So you have to go in and cancel your subscription. So please go in, cancel your subscription because otherwise I will be charging you $10, $5 a month and I don't want to be doing that if you don't know. Uh, and also there's a new sales tax that is going to be added with Patreon where you're going to be paying like five sixty or something. Hello, Jimmy boy. Um, and I don't want that to happen. So the Patreon I have now is just a dollar. There's no extra content as for now. It's just a dollar a month if you feel like donating to the show so I can keep up to date with, um, you know, getting into a studio and buying my guests a coffee or getting the uh, bought a bunch of brand new mics and stuff. So it's all that stuff. And also, you know, Wooshka is like 40 bucks a month to be on that. So that's all it is. A dollar a month. A dollar a month. And can you hear the dog? He's trying to nest. That. He's on the pillows, on the couch. He's on the pillows next to me trying to... Anyway, um, I love him so much. Anywho, so please change the Patreon if you're still into it. If you don't want to do a dollar a month, don't do it. Just have the podcast for free and enjoy. Um, take care of everyone around you and fuck, this has gone for too long. All right, bye. Welcome to Dating Badly, the podcast about dating. Badly, double H, badly. With your host, me, Kelly Stuka. Looks like he's a little. Is there like baby. a dog? Like a, like a. He is the dog emoji. Um, yeah, so maybe that's it. Because this sounds ridiculous, but I've seen this dog before. I've seen yeah. him on your Instagram. Oh yeah, of course. But he is I mean, I've seen this dog before. <laughs> just because he's got a little. So he's a celebrity dog. <laughs> he just. Uh, I'm just. Uh, I'm just going to record. Yep. So so okay. with these mics, you just got to make sure you talk about. I've sprayed them. They're clean. Everything's yep. good. It smells nice. Yeah. Smells like lavender Glen 20, yeah? It does. Well, and I sprayed him like I disinfected so badly over here. I think one of them even has stained the carpet. But like, just like. (laughs) Oh, Jimmy is in love with you. Oh, my God. Look at his little pour up. He's like, I will. I've lost my place. Uh, All right. I I see. Can I have your hand in marriage, please? Yes, you may. (laughs) Best offer I've ever had. He loves to be, to be um, cuddled and scratched on the front of his chest where, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, he's real happy. So sometimes he, when it's too much excitement or change, he has a little vom. So he had a little yellow vom before. Like, and he always does two in a row But because he, he hasn't eaten this morning because I haven't fed him yet because I feed him later in the day, you know. And he's putting his paw up to you. I mean, he's just... That was yeah. a classic anxiety oh vomit. Yeah, it was, wasn't he it? He started to get all weird. Yeah. We've all been there. I've done the anxiety vom <laughs> as well. Because <laughs> I noticed that uh, he hasn't had a vom. He, he regularly does vomit, like sometimes. Um, and he hasn't vomited in months. I was saying this to Rose the other day. Hasn't vomited in months because I think... Uh, whenever Seals is coming and going, if I'm coming or going, he gets like, I don't know what's happening. Where are my mums? Why? There's so much change. And yeah. now for the last three months, there's been no change. Mm. I've been home every day working a temp job. Dogs Seals hasn't been coming in. The routine, I, he has just changed. He's a really calm. Yeah, and last time I looked after him, he scarfed like a huge amount of biscuits and then immediately regurgitated them all on Celia's incredibly expensive bed so Yeah, beautiful. On her Sheridan sheets, like just oh, whole cookies. Whole, the hell out of him. Whole po- like, and I think you met, I was in Perth or something, <laughs> yeah. and you messaged me going, he just vomited. It's and like it two in the morning. So much. It was like a fucking kill yeah. of biscuits. Because he, he just, you know, he just gets a bit stressed out. Yeah, because he's a rescue dog. We don't know where he's come from, but he's changed. So at night, 
he normally has this thing where he sleeps underneath my covers because he gets cold. <gasps> right? He gets cold. And it's and he'll start on top. Cutest. Yeah, he'll start on top because he's like, I'm not a fucking, you know, I'm not a pussy. I'm not going to sleep with you. And then as the night goes on, he definitely comes underneath. And then lately, oh, lately he's been coming right next to me, like circling and he cuddles up towards my warm body. This is better than a relationship. Dude, I think he's the reason why I've tapped out. <sighs> and he you. hates mornings. I love that about him. You try and get him up in the morning and he's like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he's a real, like, I have to go good morning good morning puppy and he puts his head out i just see his head come up from the sheets where he just like looks at me like goes mm, mm. i have a series of and photos then, on my phone of his grumpy morning face yeah he's licking my hand and a little kiss yeah kisses mm. little little Jimmy. disgusting kisses <laughs> he <laughs> you know that Jimmy um, appreciation podcast do you know do you know that um uh that that meme of the two little dogs in the car and it's like how how some people wake up and how other people wake up yeah and it's like two pomeranian <laughs> and then the second one comes up looking like a fucking that's him that's yeah. what he looks like he's like hmm and he will sleep in. I'll, I'll de- be down here. I'll work out. You can see my home gym. <laughs> I'll work out and he will come down 10 minutes. Like when I'm on abs at the end, he this comes support. out. support. I mean, yeah. that's so supportive. And then he comes down because then he's like, oh, okay, so now you go take me for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, and so being um, being in this situation of pandemic stuff, he's, I, I believe he has saved my life. Because if because I've been living alone and having a puppy living alone is the fucking best. I'm telling everyone to do it. I'm like, yeah. just, it's fine. Get a dog. Everyone, get three dogs. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's the best. Anyway, but enough about him. <laughs> yeah, but, and also, um, we have a lot of those um, rollers to get hair off you because he will drop. Oh, they are so necessary, aren't you, when, they, when you have pets. So, I used to have a cat and I would walk around pride. with like rolls of sticky tape. Trying to get all of the hair off my clothes. <laughs> it was worth it. He really loves you. No, I wear it with pride. I'm like, I patted Fuck. a dog. I love him. Dragon. Rose, what is happening? I don't know. Is... <laughs> I'm supposed to be the favourite. Normally Rose gets all the love. <laughs> That's like, all right. I'll be on the couch and then she's on this one and he's, He sits wow. on my legs the whole time. That's all right. I'll let someone else have a go. Maybe he's just Fine. trying to get comfortable. Maybe he's just like, <laughs> okay, okay, he's in love. New. I accept it. She smells nice. You know, she looks like my mum because they got the same hair and they've got the same kind of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We have, as soon as I saw you, I thought we were wearing the exact same glasses. No, he's just fickle. Men love novelty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Zenny Optical? Do you ever go to Zenny? No. Oh, Zenny. No. I, I order them online, and they really? have like twenty thousand um, frames and lenses. I'm new to glasses, so I've only been wearing glasses oh. for about you know six months or oh, so. Wow. It's exciting. So I, need, I need glasses recommendations, so oh. this is exciting for yeah, me. Yeah, buy them cheap online. Then if you don't like them, eh. yeah. Well, so I even like prescription um, sunnies. Are super expensive, but on with Zenny, they're like seventy five bucks. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and I have three, so I have like a white, like Ray Ban, red, black, like yeah, it's 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 super fun. I have like twenty pairs of glasses that I chop and change all the time. Okay, Zenny, I'll show you. I'll show this you. This is afterwards. exciting. Anyway, yes, they should yes, pay please. me because I tell people about it <laughs> all the time. Um, I should introduce our guest. Return Rose Bishop. Hello, welcome, welcome back to the house. It's uh, Jimmy's other auntie, and also return guest from Bad Day to Mal- Melbourne, Alita Bryden. Hi, hello. Hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming to the house. This is the first time I've had people in the house since um, pandemic 2020. <laughs> 
probably should start naming them because Welcome back to normal. This is yeah, so I can't I think the last time I had people in the house was maybe um oh no, he's back to Rose. Um was Sammy Shah and Irvy and that was before Comedy Festival got cancelled, which was March. So I haven't had anyone <laughs> Just for an update, Jimmy is on my lap now. No, uh, I'm back. A one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Number one. This one he ever. Oh, and he up. is settled. He's on my knee. This is too cute. What's wrong with him? Oh God, I've got to go for dinner tonight. And I'm, if I'm, <gasps> if I'm, I know, right? I'm wow, going to, you're going to like a rest at like um, no, not a restaurant. So I'm going to because <laughs> one of them has a baby and can't leave. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna have dinner there. But yep. I might bring him because I don't know how long I'm gonna be. And if he's, yeah. Being a dickhead, you know, blah, blah, blah. How um, How is dating happening for you, Alita? Oh, for me on? personally, it's yeah. kind of not happening at the moment. Yeah. So everyone's getting into Zoom dates and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, what's your – what's what are you – because I – so I've tapped out. Like when – even before this happened, because I'm looking at – I'm doing sort of IVF stuff. Yeah. Because I'm going to have a fucking baby. <gasps> Fuck that shit. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I'm just figuring out where the sperm's coming from. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I know, I love that. I absolutely love that. I've had followers from Bad Dates in Melbourne go through that process, yeah, have babies on their own. Great. And the feedback has always been, this was the best decision great. I ever made. Great. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll talk to you afterwards because I need to – I want to talk to someone who has gotten the sperm off someone they know, mm. right – because um, a lot of people, you either get a donor, mm. anonymous, um, or you know someone. But when the person who gives you the sperm, even if you know them, they have to sign their rights away to the sperm. Really? The yeah. law in Australia is they cannot access, have anything to do. So much so that they are not allowed to be on the birth certificate so yeah which is fine if it's a donation like here have my sperm and then i'll go away but if it's someone who wants to be involved that's a whole world of complications this is my problem because the person i've asked is someone that would like to be involved and i would like them to be involved and Mm. i am very happy to organize a family unit with someone i'm not in a relationship Mm. with blah, blah blah but by law he can't be acknowledged on the birth yeah, which, certificate. Yeah, which would be that really seems... hard because it means that, you know, as much as you could come to an arrangement that suits you both with custody mm. and stuff, he'd always have the uncertainty of, like, if you rescinded always. that at any moment, he'd have no rights to always. fight that. And which You but, don't want to put someone in that situation. Right, but if I were in a couple, mm. no problem. Yeah. Discrimination. I'm in a couple. Discrimination. It is. Oh, and I don't want to I, I know is. I get on my high horse about this. Fuck it. But single people get discriminated people. against yeah. and it is so uncool. Why well, suggestion was just lie but you said they check right yeah like it's um it's all, i've spoken to a few different clinics and have, i'm trying to figure out a way around it because i just don't think i don't think it's noble i don't yeah. think that someone ha- can like willingly give sperm and go i want you know you want to have a child i want to do this for yeah. you and they're not acknowledged like on the fucking they... birth certificate and i know it's just yeah. a piece of paper but and the stupid thing is that was probably put in place like to protect women like they probably thought they were helping yeah. by putting that law in being like now you don't have to worry about like how legal about my option from... how about my fucking exactly. option to yeah like i and i, the, and I said child rearing. And I, yeah and i said to him i was like okay well we'll just pretend to be in a relationship then yeah and they're like oh well 
Uh, I mean, yeah. well, we kind of check. <laughs> Fuck well, off. What are, how are they going to check that? Oh, yeah, yeah they're going to ask for a sex tape for proof. Because you've got to do, you've got to do, um, <laughs> got to do um, counselling by law. Like every clinic makes you do, and it's like two thousand bucks. You got to, which is fine. Well, and it comes, so out, it comes out. Give it a go. Yeah, it you comes just... out through the counselling. So. So once we kind of figure out, I've got an appointment on the third of July for the next step. But yeah. in bef- now to then, it's figuring out the sperm situation. Yeah, and also the mm. clinic that I go to does not allow outside sperm to come in. What they they have their own it's like VIP in house sperm. They don't VIS. have any. They don't have any in house sperm. Right, yeah, just the sperm come So from? they just they're, they're the IVF clinic. So they deal with couples mm-hmm. and women who want to freeze their eggs. They don't have sperm. Oh, but they right. only deal with like proper donor registered stuff. What? Why is it so difficult to comprehend? Yeah. Like that, women can yeah. do this on their own. Like, it's why? So, like, I don't understand. You need some black market sperm. We are so behind reproductively in Australia. We're very behind. So, this clinic wants to have sperm mm. and a sperm bank and like fifteen sperm people can come in, but <laughs> there are laws in place and there are things that happen behind the scenes that we're not privy to, which are holding them back so certain clinics have donor sperm in quotation marks but they have the monopoly and for new clinics to come in and get it it's very fucking hard because those other clinics want the monopoly they want people to come to them so so (sighs) i can use my eggs i have eggs at one clinic so I've got to take those eggs to another clinic to get that sperm this if I want it. Cooked. I'm going to become a sperm activist. It doesn't this feel like good. this is something that should be so business-like and transactional. Yeah. I mean, it's people's yeah. health, health yeah, and, and family. It's, fine to, it's yeah. fine to like put strong legal contracts in place at the end of the process for right. everyone's protection. But right. can we just not let the sperms and the eggs all do their thing beforehand and well. then worry about the legalities <laughs> afterwards? Yeah, because it's so it, – but yeah, so the clinic that I go to are – like fairly new they're like three years old but they're really groundbreaking and they're very fucking good um and they just because they're like we're working on it we're working on because a lot of women go to her this doctor to get their eggs frozen and now they're all going well what now what do we do we yeah. want the sperm yeah. so just now what? assumed you could sort us out after and this. i don't want to go like i'm comfortable with that doctor i don't want to go to another clinic yeah. and get a male doctor like i've got friends who have gone to different clinics and have different stories and i'm not okay oh, i yeah. just imagine that like even if they weren't meaning to that people like medical people could be pretty shamey in a lot of parts of the process yeah yeah yeah. Because the sorts of people who go into medicine tend to be like yeah. upper middle class, pretty traditional, a little bit conservative. Yeah, but not this clinic though. Not this That's clinic. Good. She's a, it's a female doctor and she's a fucking firecracker. Like she, um, she fucking, she's like, I don't, she's just really, her, her bedside manner is brutal. Where, <laughs> I, but but I in the it. best I way. I love it. But in yeah. the best way where she's just like, no, you're too old. We're going to do this. Yeah. She goes, we're going to pump this out. We need to do this. You need to make sure this and. And at the end of the day, and even to the point where I was like, so we'll use my frozen eggs. And she's like, you know what? Well, let's do a harvest again. Let's mm-hmm. do another harvest, use those eggs, and then we'll use the frozen ones if we have to. She goes, it's actually going to be cheaper for you if yeah. we do a harvest and then do fertility and put stuff in you. Yeah, as opposed just have as to, many backups as possible. Yeah, because yeah. she's like, you're getting older, let's do this before you turn, for- before you turn 40. Like she's offering <laughs> the cheaper options, Yeah, you know, and like she's like, you know, I know, and I was like, oh, but I did the harvest already. She goes, I know. We'll do another one. Big whoop. Mm. Like she doesn't <laughs> I it's love good. them. I love yeah. the matter of fact attitude. She's though. really good. Because like when you're dealing with this stuff, it's emotional and it's yeah. nice to have somebody who is mm. like, right, this is yeah. how it's getting done. A lot of people don't like a lot of friends of mine have seen her and they don't like it because she is like that. 
like they want someone who's a bit more like, are you okay? Whatever. Yeah. But I think that if you ever decided mm. to freeze your eggs, you should see my chick. She's and pretty you, fucking gnarly. You want to you want to feel like someone's being pretty upfront because it's also expensive. You want to you want to yeah. feel like someone's you know going with the science, yeah. not not trying to upsell you. <laughs> well, that's why. So I don't see myself kind of. I, I don't know. I've kind of dipped into hinge and stuff again, mm. and and um. So I had a guy match with me. Free range sperm. Right. (laughs) I had a guy match with me. I love that free range sperm. (laughs) in the wild. (laughs) 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 Um, And uh, yeah, so this guy matched with me and he, you know, he wrote something like, something, you know, so fucking generic. What? The weekend. (laughs) Some shit. What's happening this weekend? What are you up to? (laughs) (laughs) Just the worst. And um, I don't even see it because I'm not on mm. Hinge all the time. Like I probably dip in maybe every two days. You can't put like notifications on your phone because you're not a loser. No, 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 no. I don't do that. No. So I popped in. So he, we had matched like Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and then I checked it Friday, and then I noticed like so Wednesday night we matched. He wrote to me, and then Thursday night he was like, "Guess you don't want love. Fine." Oh Jesus. my gosh! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think he meant. I guess you don't want love. Dang. Don't want love from me. Dang. Guess you're missing out on this fine, fine specimen of a man. Guess you don't want my dick. Like, Jesus. and and it was like the match happened at like eight thirty on a Wednesday. So then the message came at like five thirty. So he didn't even wait twenty four hours for me to respond. Like he assumed, and and the oh negging of like that neg, you know, like you missed out on this fucking true dick. If that seems like a long time to him, what the fuck is going on in his life? Yeah, that he's just like what at home, just like eating cereal out of one bowl and staring at Hinge. Like yeah. that suggests he hasn't got much going on. Loser, like I, you know, that happens all the time. Oh, it absolutely happens all Where the time. If, if you don't message back immediately, you're Jesus. a fucking dyke. Oh, okay. Now this is making me feel insecure because that doesn't happen to me, which I assume cannot like can only mean that everyone's just being like, "Phew, she didn't message back." I changed my mind. The other the other guy I matched with um, has separated from his partner, the mother of his two children. Great and they, start, yeah, great start. And they still live together in oh, the same house. Perfect. That's what you want. And I'm like, Whoa. and he's like, "Oh, yeah, it happened like two months ago. We're cool." Oh, oh right. Like, yeah. Oh, it's that's ages. I'm yeah. sure he's completely What's emotionally healthy problem, and moved dunk? on. Does she is she you? <laughs> that they're separated i asked that i go does she know you guys aren't together and she's like he's like yeah you know like you know it's a bit weird and blah 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 but you know it's best and you know we still live in the same house because you know you know the virus blah 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 and i'm like so how do you plan on doing sleepovers he's like lol haven't gotten to that yet lol Fuck off, that's lol. another one they love to say lol lol, lol yeah. is not the same as a full stop they're two <laughs> oh, different things i'm pretty when you write a sentence writing lol at the end oh, isn't I'm, a full stop it's i'm different so thing. guilty of that <laughs> But yeah, if you're um, just not. separated from your partner, can you like maybe wait until the sheets have been changed more than ten times before you like move on in your Jesus like shared bed? The arrogance of these guys that are just fresh out of relationships, yeah, and because they haven't been single for ten years, so they go. I'm going to get so much pussy. Tinder. Oh, my Tinder. gosh. Tinder. I'm going to oh get on God. Tinder. Without, like, oh, without wow. any regard for the emotional well-being of the women they're putting it in, 
Like, no. you know, no, it doesn't matter if no. I'm going to maybe start crying while I'm inside her. That's fine. It's all part Dude. of the process. Like, and that gotta, happens. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's irresponsible I've to put that. yourself back out there <laughs> when you're not fucking ready. Like, you shouldn't, even if it's just hookups, you shouldn't be using hookups <laughs> to, like, emotionally heal. You should do that work on your own and take yourself out there when you're fucking good and ready. Um, have you had a man cry? Um, I've had reports of men crying. I've had a guy who, as he finished coming, started crying. Oh, same, same. You've had it too. Yeah, it was oh, so, it was so weird. It's so weird. And he texted me like later. lay on me like he was a little baby. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like this. I'm like, and you just kind of pat, like, <laughs> yeah, you're patting him on the back, just like, you know, this like, isn't very sad. The Simpsons, like, there, there, shut up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that happened to me with a guy, and it was like this. I think it was the second time we'd slept together, and the last, I might add. Oh my god, (laughs) he's like, I'm just not over my ex girlfriend. I'm like, okay, (laughs) and he texted me ages like, oh, and also because I think at the time I didn't realize, I didn't know if he was really crying. Well, and I was like, and then I tried to block it out of my memory. And then a year later, he texted me going, I'm so sorry I cried when I was in you. And I was like, oh, it was crying. They should okay. make a card for that. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. Sorry I cried while I was inside you. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's so horrible. Mm. So, yeah, so my guy that. was just a farmer and I assume he was just very emotionally repressed. <laughs> just yep. country things. So there's that. That's all I've done. And then it's just all shit. So what about you? So you're... You're still getting the stories. I'm still getting heaps of stories. I honestly thought when all of this started happening that they might dry up. But I think the reality is that people are sitting around with not much to do. So they're like, oh, I'm going to write in with this memory, this trauma from five years ago. And, you know, it's actually going pretty well. Um, Are you talking to boys for yourself? (laughs) No, I am busy working. (laughs) I am am in theory. So I'm on Hinge at the moment. Mm. I'm on Tinder at the moment. Mm. I just got off OkCupid because I do love OkCupid. But, Mm. I mean... It's just a little bit quiet. Yeah, yeah. I sort of dipped back into it a while ago because I re- it was the first dating site I ever went on like a really long time ago. I know. And it's um, like I'm quite the OG. fond of how much information you get on there and stuff because yeah. I do like to do my research. But yeah, it's, I would I prefer know. that. I like that information. Yeah, it's just that it's got like but I've always found no that okay, Cupid. Yeah, there's not many people there, and the ones there are there's like too high of a proportion of like fucking coloured hair, board game loving poly fucks. Oh, yeah. The board games. Yeah. The board oh games are so God. popular. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of those poly. Yep. Like Being everyone's. Poly and liking board games as a personality people. M- yeah. yeah. Not monogamous stuff. Yeah. Oh, Ethically yeah, yes, normal. But you know the video dating thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's talking about it. Even I'm talking about it. I've done it before, but did you I haven't. Do it? I've did it years ago. Oh, like really? a guy, I, it was it was a guy I was already seeing, and we had a like a video date because he wasn't in in Melbourne, and it went all right. Yeah. But I mean, the video dating stuff sounds incredible. Look, I yeah. support I support it. I think it's great, but God, it sounds awkward. It just sounds a little cold so to me. Awkward. Like I don't know, it's not exactly comparable. But I started a new job like six days into ISO, so I've done all of my like and it's public service so it's um you know everyone went home buildings locked um everyone's at home so like i've met all my colleagues through video um and i'm like you know if i have a question i have to like call one of them up and video chat through it and like yeah i'm really looking forward to getting to the office and meeting them because i don't feel like i've met these people yet even Mm. though i talk to them every day through a screen Mm. it's just it's so weird and there's like a little delay and it's just I, i don't is this, yeah, there's no warmth to it, and I, I don't feel like I've met them, so I just I feel yeah. like based on yeah. that, the date thing wouldn't wouldn't I'm do happy it for me. Happy not to get out of the house. <laughs> Actually, a friend of mine, um, I won't dob her in, but she's someone who's been on this pod before. Mm. Um, said she went on a walking date recently, mm. just after like when they lifted the, you know, when 
like mm. when this phase of um, of restrictions mm. kind of came in. Um, and she said it was really good because she like is like me and gets a bit kind of stage fridey on dates and finds them really intense. It was really good. Did they see each other again? Um, no, but she said there wasn't heaps of chemistry, but she said the date itself was like heaps okay. less stressful than a okay. normal date. Like, cause okay. you know, you could just kind of stroll, you were looking at I things. I can't even get to that point. I cannot get to the point where I'm like, okay, so you free Friday. Yeah. Like I've chatted to a bunch of dudes for, you know, like, uh, there's nothing mm. there's you know, no one exciting like, you know what nothing. i don't really want to go on walks outside of the pandemic because yeah. i'm lazy so i don't really <laughs> want to go on a walking date either because i'm gonna get puffed out i can't be bothered Sweaty. i'm just really unmotivated at the moment yeah. we're all unmotivated that's the problem mm. yeah and i just also would worry that i don't have anything to talk about right now mm. like i'm i'm really running out of things to say to even like my closest oldest yeah. friends we start talking about things and then we're like oh we've already had this conversation yeah. it's always tv it's what are you yeah. watching yeah or like yeah. a 20 minute discussion about like the pandemic and geopolitics mm. and you're like oh this is not hot. politics are too sad it's kind of talking about it so are you so you haven't done any dating during the pandemic? I have done talking during the pandemic. I've talked to many guys on Hinge, mm-hmm. talked to a couple of guys on Tinder. That's pretty much just it. But not face to face, just texting. No, no face to face, just texting mm, nothing. Anyone anyone spark anything for you or <laughs> no, 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 no. And it's funny because I don't know, I'm so comfortable at mm. home right now, mm-hmm. like on the couch in my trackies. And to go mm. meet somebody, even like there's still limitations now, mm. but to meet somebody, it just sounds exhausting. I'm finding yeah. a very reflective time as well, which I think is kind of nice. And so I don't know if I want to like bring someone into that situation. Mm. I'm finding, I, I think everyone is like, I'm finding myself being really nostalgic with all this time to think. Mm. I wanted to ask you about this actually, since you're like a date scientist. But um, Ooh, <laughs> hello. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of anecdotal. She like is stuff. wearing glasses, by yeah, the way, yes, and so. a, and a white lab coat. Yes, Not, but it's a podcast, it, so yes, yeah. um, yes, it's definitely she's got yes. some test tubes. It's legit. Yes, um, she's um, definitely a lesbian. Yes, she doesn't love me. Yes. yes, but like I'm hearing a lot of people talking about like exes hitting them up and like oh, really? people from yep. people's past kind really? of coming up. Yep. And I kind of get I it. I thought I heard something mm. rattling in the basement. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking ghost it's from your Fuck's past. Friend from uni. <laughs> <laughs> the vegans back. But I kind of get it because, like, I'm finding myself, like, running back. I've been thinking heaps about, like, my, like, most significant relationship um, from – it was so many years ago, but it was, like, really huge. And Actually, I feel like I've never really processed you're it. You're right. You're right. I did ask my ex-boyfriend for his sperm. You, so, you, yeah. Um, yeah, I absolutely <laughs> went you've through. absolutely been yeah. back through yeah. the history <laughs> and asked them. I haven't asked for sperm yet, but maybe that's next in next the process. Step. Next step. Wow. Yeah. Has, that, have you, has anyone slid into your DMs, Lita? Oh, good question. In terms of exes, <laughs> no, no, has anyone? I don't think any exes have slid into my DMs. But I mean, running bad dates of Melbourne is just a constant DM slide yeah, yeah. Of, of randomness I had coming guy, in there. <laughs> I had a guy that um, that I was like kind of sexting with last year. That's um, right. I remember exactly when it was because I was looking after Jimmy and I was yeah. staying in this house. That's um, right. I love that the memories like still Jimmy it's related. Still Jimmy related. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah this guy, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like the beautiful dog. And we like we. <laughs> arranged like a sex date he might listen to this who cares oh well um i've never met him but like we'd we'd arrange to like (laughs) meet and and hook up and then are they talking about me (laughs) then he like freaked out at the last minute was like i'm not over my ex i can't do it and i was like what a tease 
don't understand why that means. So he sexed you. Hard, but so you and him sexted for ages, and yeah, then like when a, then when you put your fucking like foot a, to the floor, yeah, he's like, I'm not over my ex. Yeah. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he was hiding a girlfriend? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, I think yeah. he genuinely. He seemed a little fragile, um, and and Fuck then he like and and tease. then I was like, okay, bye, and then he sort of like texted me like a quite a few times afterwards sort of i think trying to like kind of work back up to maybe trying again and i just completely no, lost you interest. showed yourself to be a flake yeah and i was no fucking way. busy like yeah. i was knee deep in gigs it was a really busy time and uh, <laughs> so i just i just stopped replying to his messages and then i changed phones um so i just had like these unread messages from him and then i changed phones quite recently and um got a message just said like hey how are you going and just replied to it just being like hey it's cliche but like new phone who this um and he was like it's me and i was like oh fuck <laughs> i didn't mean to answer your text but what's going on and uh yeah he just he just wanted to start chatting again but it'd been months like uh. months of me having ignored him and obviously are you interested not nah. no Tell no i'm not stop messaging you. oh yeah i just start, yeah. i just stopped replying yeah. again <laughs> But uh, the last message from him was like, sorry to bother you. I just think you're hot, which is like, oh, nearly, nearly got me to reply. Get your, but get your emotion. They need to get their emotions sorted out before they reach understand. out to us. It's so Maybe frustrating. I'm too busy. I'm not too busy at the moment. I just, yeah. What does he want you to do with that? I don't like know. Just so that you know you're hot. Look, I'm just saying. I mean, look, me and the boys talked about it and I we love, decided. I love being hot. told I'm hot as much as the next person, but. But yeah, like, the, put your the, money where your mouth with fucking. Yeah, the, the the flakiness was just kind of a turn. That's it's like why. And I was like, oh, should I? And then I was like, hang on, I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't owe him anything. No, no. you owe him nothing. Just like the guy who's like, guess you don't want love. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't owe him like, anything. But also, who doesn't wait at least twenty four hours? Yeah. Like at least 24 hours for a fucking response. Yeah, it's disrespectful. I tell you who else doesn't um, wait 24 hours for a response. Was it Jimmy? F- fucking sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> sleepless in the fucking Seattle. I have some opinions. You have opinions. Well, this is uh, a leader's film. Thank you. You chose this. So this was a big film for you. I grew up with this film and, Mm. you know, as I watched it as a young woman and, you know, even child, I kind of felt like it was meant to be romantic goals. Mm. And now I look back at it as a 35-year-old woman and I go, Mm. what the hell Mm. did they feed us? Mm. Because it's absolutely off the hook, stalkerish, deranged, bizarre. 93. So it was made in 1993. But the good thing about it is um, it was directed by Nora Ephron who yes. is uh, Sleepless in Seattle, um, Silkwood. So she's in oh, fucking credible. I love a lot of her other she's films. She's so good. The story in this one is what doesn't do it for me though. And I love rom-coms. Like I fucking love This was love a big them. fucking rom-coms, film. Rom-coms mm. this like big. cracked me. But there's something about the storyline in this that just doesn't work for me. And I think it's – um, I was thinking about this all last night because I, I was furious. I watched the movie and I was I know. furious <laughs> I know. that it's it had really... taken up that much of my time. Mm. Uh, was the editor on Xanax? Because that was the slowest fucking film yeah. I think I've ever seen. Like that could have been a 20-minute film. Like fucking nothing happens. Yeah. But the thing that annoyed me the most, um, and I had seen this before, but I just completely blocked it out probably because of how fucking boring it is. Mm. Um but, like, with rom-coms, I like it when, you know, even if they don't get together till the end, there's, like, chemistry, there's sparks. Like, you can see why these two people kind of 
hit it off even if they don't there see it yet or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. there's nothing like it's just it has this weird view of love like it's like this magic thing that just kind of is there or mm. isn't there and you've mm. got no control over it. And I just don't believe that and I don't like it and I'm yeah, mad. Mm. I kind of look back at it now and I'm just like it's it's got this whole like love at first sight thing that's going on and it, look mm. I don't want to use the term dangerous but it's, a little it's not it's not healthy yeah. it's really weird but mm. there is still part of me like that's still part of me that looks at it and go oh that's so romantic I mean it's not it's crazy but yeah it's well, still part of me the one thing I do love about Sleepless in Seattle is that it has dated badly <laughs> yeah. it has dated it's dated, it's dated so badly hairstyles. so badly that Rosie O'Donnell is straight. <laughs> yes this, she is she's she having is. problems with her boyfriend ricky oh <laughs> she's the best character in the whole film she I, yeah, she I really she's actually fucking uh so good in a league of their own mm. like you know flintstones like a lot of people like to give her shit i don't know if she's a psychopath now but i do like i do like her yeah. in this film mm. she's great yeah you can like the character and everyone's like in it everyone's, yeah. in, everyone's in, in it everyone's yeah. fucking in this film even like gabby hoffman gabby hoffman plays a little girl i, did, I had no idea because i didn't yeah I didn't um know and then like it. um but like even just cameos of like remember on um the adams family the chick who like who gets with the cousins cousin it but anyway, so for, anyway, that's such a long bow. <laughs> but anyway, so she's in like blah blah blah. Um, I I love it. Does it starts with a death? Which I is know it's brutal, brutal. Kid, kid, yeah. husbands, husbands, and kids. I was mother. on board for that. Dead wife, great. Love that storyline. Super fun. Yeah, it's a real like gives it a sort of like fun, gloomy Victoriana feel, which Dude, I'm into. It's the only way to date a dad. Yeah, the mother has to be dead. Has yeah. to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I have. It has to be a widow, and preferably have been a bitch. Yeah, well, <laughs> but a I think they bitch. even did this on Sex in the City, where they were like, "Oh, this is good. She's he's widowed. Yeah. So much better than having to deal <laughs> no with baggage. somebody. No baggage, right?" Um, and then, so uh, also, uh, so the film revolves around a talkback radio show again, <laughs> dating very badly, uh, and the kid rings up and goes, "I want to find a, a wife for my dad. Am I gonna find a mom <laughs> for my dad? Because you know what? It's been one year, and he's still sad about oh, her dying. One, one year, fucking year, one year. And yeah. they're like, you gotta get out there. You're pathetic." <laughs> <laughs> negging him for being She's been sad. dead for 12 months. Get on the with it, John. Mother of my if I die, if I cancer. die, my husband, he's got like, I reckon like four year minimum yeah. if I die. Minimum. Right. Dude, four years is mm. good. One year. No, but also fucked. they're giving him shit for like not remarrying. So he, so he calls up the radio station. Men weren't allowed to have emotions until 1996 to be fair. That's true. Uh, and then uh, so uh, but Meg Ryan, uh, he is it and virtually, uh, you know, what's the word? Like um, te- tele- can, uh, telepathically? Yeah, falls in love with yeah. him. Even though they've never spoken and they've Super never written. Weird. The kid wrote to her as the dad. Yeah, which isn't then, creepy at all that yeah. she's, like, got the bone for a letter that's been written by a child. That's I, don't, I don't know who she fell in Who's love with. Who's watching the kid? The kid. Yeah. Who's watching the kid? And they, the kid. Now, this is – maybe I'm being picky, but they live <laughs> on this kind of, like, houseboat. Yeah. And the kid's running around. I'm like, that's not safe. No, I mean, the kid's, like, well, the kid's clearly a fucking idiot. <laughs> 
Um, how did the mum die? Do we the cancer? Cancer. cancer. Yeah. Good. Not falling off the yeah, house. Yeah. Good. No. Good. So he <laughs> had, look. She was already dying. He's had so. He's it's had more than so twelve long months to process it. Like fucking. Like if she was like it. you know dying for two years, yeah. basically three years, just had to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. You could have. He could have started Grow hitting up. people up. Like, yeah. Towards the end. Then. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then she falls. So so <laughs> Meg Ryan is engaged to. Bill Pullman. And there's who is nothing wrong with him. Oh, he's he, lovely. He is he's lovely. Nice. He's hot. Bill Pullman is so fucking sexy. And mm. I feel like the uh, I feel like the film kind of like low-key negs his allergies. Like yes. he's somehow doing yes. it on purpose. Yes. I wrote that down. Like, oh, I was it's like so irritating that he can't look, breathe. He's a terrible person because <laughs> yeah. he's sick all the time. Oh, and he has Don't, to wear a sleep mask. What a fuckhead. Yeah, your anaphylactic shocks better not interrupt <laughs> my pussy. That's what I felt like it was. It was just the worst. He was he's the he's a lovely he's character beautiful. in that movie. I feel like going, what was wrong with him? Yeah, what was just, wrong with him? And he like lets her just like break up with him and go chase someone. I like to think he punched a wall after that. He deserved to punch a wall. He someone even said to her, his name's Walter. It's just not a cool name yeah <laughs> even his name is pathetic it's like not, he didn't name himself no no that movie does not give walter a break yeah they really suck and he and he's beautiful to her i guess That's maybe terrible. if you're um if your like fiance was like oh hey by the way um i have fallen in love with someone i heard on the radio i would probably also be like yeah i'm, I'm gonna let you go um mm. you, you go do that because you're clearly a psychopath and also bad casting don't put boom pullman as yeah. the Make it As someone a, with an annoying face. Yeah, make it someone who you want to punch in the face, like yeah. Paul Giamatti. Well, they could have just someone. like switched Bill Pullman and Tom Hanks because like, bless his oh, heart, yeah. Tom Hanks does have a slightly punchable face. Yeah, right. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? He's too, Bill Pullman's, I fucking love him. Mm. And he's got a head of hair that is just, yeah. and he's and he's so charming. Even when he plays the dork, he was, he's great. Mm. So I didn't believe that either. That's, nah. that's full of shit. They're full of fucking shit. Mm. Um, but I do, oh God. And then so she breaks up with him on Valentine's Day. After yeah. he bought her a bottle of Dom Perignon. Yeah. She's like, Dom cool, Deloitte. thanks. And then immediately <laughs> dumps him. That was a cute joke when yeah, he made that joke. It's all yeah. so funny. Yeah. She's an idiot. She's a dickhead. Yeah. She goes and meets some guy on the top of the Empire State Building. And all they know they have in common is shared delusion. It's not. They weren't even <laughs> in the same city. Like, she actually went to a different city yeah. to meet a random guy oh, on right. a building. And she that kind of wasn't sense. going to meet him. She was technically going to meet his child. Ugh. The whole thing's... So, uh, another part of the story is that she hired a private investigator. Yeah. To <laughs> find out what Tom Hanks looks like to make sure that his face is fuckable. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I just like <laughs> fell asleep briefly, but I feel like that storyline never really went anywhere. Yeah, she just gets a private investigator, and then we just move on. Private investigator is like, "This is what it looked like." She's like, "Okay, I'll fuck him now." Yeah, he's not like a one-armed fucking that was the acne only prone barrier to a relationship. Yeah, the only barrier <laughs> that was, was it. Was when she's watching him on the beach with his child yeah. play. So I was like, "This is not so right." So she's just following him around mm. in the film. Yeah. She goes to his city, Baltimore. Is it Baltimore? No, or Se- it? So Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. he's in Seattle, and she's in Baltimore. Oh right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> A <laughs> um, So she goes to Seattle and just like follows him in the sun around, just watches, watches them, him and then goes home. And still and just still like falls in love with the way he is with his son on the beach and <sighs> and and then she sees she she's not very good at being sleuth. He spots her and they say hello and then she leaves. And then he also so he is like struck by lightning in that she's moment. Beautiful. So he like I think 
I, I guess following the logic of the film from that point until the end, Tom Hanks is in love at first sight technically with two people in his mind. Like the chick he's seen watching him and his son on the beach and mm. also the girl from the letters who as far mm. as he knows are different people. So mm. he's kind of love at first sighted with two different people that just happen to be the same person. Mm. It's just, it's a very creepy movie. It's a very yeah, creepy movie. Which means yeah. he's twice as delusional as she is. And then um, also... Uh, one thing that just broke my balls was uh, so Valentine's Day is the fourteenth of February. Yep. February in New York City is the coldest month. It's very cold. And uh, on top of the Empire State Building, don't have scarves on. You are deaf. Yeah. It is real fucking brutal. <laughs> like, and that was one part where I'm just like whistling wind. Yeah, and... I want fucking red nose night. Like yeah. it's. Like, like the the one part of your face is the only thing that can be exposed. <laughs> I cannot tell you how cold it would have been. Mm. Like, it would have been minus fifteen degrees up there. Like that is, and Maybe also they were warmed up by being It was at the psychos. end of the night, so it was it was like what time does like you know the thing of the t- going yeah, up the top like finish? Nine o'clock. Or nine something. o'clock. Fuck off. Yeah, that is bullshit. <laughs> and they're just like in these like you know fashionable coats. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I did like the New York stuff. Like they were staying at the Regis. The Regis is just a really iconic hotel i love the way this movie looks i'll give it that like yeah. i loved the i feel like the the costumes even though they're like deeply 90s are kind of like weirdly current as well there's a lot of like a lot of uh mm. like neutral tones it mm. was all and a lot of like coming back there slinky all and there was a coat in there like she was wearing this like oversized khaki jacket that i was like i fucking want that yeah look I will, look same happened with um when harry Weird met hair, sally her i watched that just the other day how it's bizarre that you bring that up oh because we did it uh, we did it like two, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, Meg Ryan's fashion in that is great. Yeah, she's there is something about her where it's just not overly done. It's just real fucking good. Mm. You know, I, I feel like Harry Met Sally is like the opposite of this movie because, like, it's even though good. they don't like each other the whole way through, they've got this like electric chemistry you that's can't based deny on it. their yeah. actual personalities yeah. and their actual way of being in the world. Yeah. This was the poor man's when Harry Met Sally. Well, yeah, and it's just like we're meant to believe that that like. Yeah, like I said before, we're meant to believe that like love is like this magic thing that exists outside of people, and that's mm. just that's not what it is. It's a relationship. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like back in the nineties, the way that we talked about love and romance, mm. that actually is what people thought yeah, it was. Like some so <laughs> I mean, like when I was growing up, I actually thought like oh, I'm going to hit twenty five, mm. and then I'm going to be like at the supermarket and make eye contact with some guy, yeah. and then we're going to fall in love. I'm going to have kids when I'm like twenty eight, twenty nine, and yeah. we're going to have a house. I, I felt mean, like that it too. just feeds. Into this whole kind of weird, yeah. that, twisted idea of relationships—it's that just so unrealistic. Wrong. That idea of love also like encourages you to excuse bad behaviour mm. or to like excuse like red flags and things because you're like, well, you know, but but there is love, but like this is the person, and so you know, even if they treat me yeah. badly or even mm. if I even if I feel not myself in this relationship, I have to overlook it because this is the magic love bolt mm. from but the blue. They do talk about that in the film where because she's watching an affair to remember. Yeah. You know, she's like, I thought this was what you're supposed to feel, the electricity, mm. and I don't feel it. So there is that one part where they try yeah. and justify it, but which means to an end. So by all means, break up with your perfect boyfriend if you're not feeling it. But that Valentine's doesn't Day. make yeah on Valentine's Day after he's just bought oh. you a bottle of Dom Perignon. But that doesn't then like you can't just logically jump from that to. And then marry someone you only know from letters. <laughs> Bill Pullman is going to hook up with the new woman, sleep with her and then start crying halfway through. <laughs> going like, oh, I'm not over it. <laughs> Absolutely is going to cry inside um, someone. Um, uh, 
bunch of lines that I love in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I could ever let a woman pay for dinner. I mean, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm then, broken hungry. And then, <laughs> and then um, uh, Rob Reiner plays his mate. Oh, love him. Uh, yeah, and he's like, um, he's like, you know what? You should do a tiramisu. And he's like, because he's been out of the game for, you know, a year or whatever, he's like, he thinks tiramisu, Tom Hanks thinks tiramisu is like a sex act. He's like, well, what if she wants to tiramisu with me? (laughs) He's about the stupidest thing. Uh, I just love it. And, um, man, this really fucking bothered me. So Tom Hanks starts dating someone he gets set up with this lovely woman oh yeah who tries bend over backwards yeah. for that fucking jonah but her the shitty bad. son what a monster yeah she's beautiful she's like so fucking nice um and the kid uh is like talking to his mate going she's a hoe my dad has been captured by a hoe yeah. He keeps on referring to yeah. this chick that they're dating as a that. hoe. Oh. Not only hoe. is that horrible, why is that child calling yeah. somebody I don't such like a word? That child. I, I don't like like he's, hoe is not he's a great word. Mean and can you imagine how furious you'd be if your kid just like took themselves across the country? You can't do that. There are laws. So, yeah, so if people haven't seen it. The kid uh, stole a credit card or something, and the friend he booked gets him Gabby a flight. Hoffman to Gabby Hoffman to book him a flight to New York City. So he lives in Seattle. Five-hour flight <laughs> on an airplane, goes to New York to meet Annie, which is Meg Ryan, on top of the new uh, Empire State Building on, on Valentine's Day. On behalf of his dad. On behalf of his dad. The just a little because, fucking psycho. Yeah, that's so fucked. But, like, but also this poor single a woman. misogynist psycho. Yeah, but this poor single chick is just like trying to get some D. Yeah. And gets set up with this fucking widowed dad. Like what a fucking bag of fucking with a disrespectful crazy. child. Yeah, but you know what I mean. That's already some baggage there. Like she the widow. Like I'll best. never live up to the dead wife. Yeah, you know. Who's still and the, madly with in love the, with? Yeah, who's still madly in love with? With the fucking kid. Yeah. And then she's the fucking hoe. Yeah, with the kid trying to sabotage you at every turn. And I'm glad she got out. She goes shopping yeah. and makes them dinner. What a bitch. What is she doing here? She's going to make us dinner. What are all those bags for? They're the groceries she bought for us. Ugh, I hate Fuck. food. Yeah. Fuck off. That She had a raw deal. She did. What she was did. her name? I can't remember her name. She should uh, – I hope that in the universe where this film exists and everyone are real people that <laughs> her and Walter met and hit yes. it off and lived happily. Oh, that would be <laughs> and normally and respectfully. Oh, here we go. Forever. So Walter, do you remember when? So Walter surprised her with a beautiful ring at mm-hmm. Tiffany's, and he had resized at Tiffany's at his mother's ring. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, it's amazing! It's a beautiful ring." And then as, as soon as she says, "Oh, I love it," because he surprised her with the ring, she's like, "Oh, I love it! It's beautiful." By the way, I don't like surprises. Just know that about me. I never like surprises. Ooh. I'm like, bitch. You just took that surprise and put it on your finger. Yeah. What a fucking cunt. I just, what a, she's terrible. I don't like surprises, but surprise, I'm leaving you. <laughs> she is actually terrible. Yeah, she she's is actually horrible. terrible. She, and also, I hate when people do this. You get out of a relationship when you know one's waiting for you. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That really pisses me off. Yeah. Like, there's always those dudes who, so you know. So unfair to the, the mm. partner before. Yeah. Like, if, you know, you're, Especially it's like when people get with someone they work with, like in an office, mm. it's like they're just, you know, that was, they set that up. Yeah, they clearly been thinking about that for a while. Yeah, you never have to be single. It grates me that they're actually on a romantic getaway and she's lined up to meet another guy on a romantic yes. getaway. That is mean. Like, so on she Valentine's went Day on, that, the ring. Yeah. on that holiday knowing that, yeah, 
fucking oh my god Walter she had told more she had written to the kid going i'm gonna be in new york yeah mm. on this day yeah oh well she was in new york with her fucking fiance it's brutal it's actually brutal i'm finding um yeah there's a lot of uh these romantic comedies i'm watching the women are the women are written to be pretty terrible mm. and I hate it because I'm like, I don't think... But I feel like 90s dating culture kind of excused that kind of behaviour because yeah. it was like a kind of every every man for himself, like, yeah. got to get the prize kind of... But I feel like it's not fair because we're always painted to be the worst, mm. but when... But like we're not. Like yeah, the, the most egregious dating yeah. scenes are usually men. Like, <laughs> I need to have some more single dudes on, but I just don't know mm. any because I need <laughs> to find out... Like any time, even when I've spoken, like I spoke to Aiden Jones um, last week and he um, he's normally single and he's like, no, I met someone just before ISO and like we spend every day together. She lives around the corner. It's the best. Like, Congratulations. Yeah. Like because <laughs> I, 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 I know that sometimes it's one-sided because we're always shitting on dudes and that kind of mm. stuff. But I'm like, hey, man, I'm happy to fucking hear the women are shit at dating yeah. stuff. I'm happy to hear it. Do you get many of those on um, bad dates? Look, bad dates of Melbourne inbox is ninety percent women and ten percent men, and I'm happy, I'm more than happy to post stories from men, but they don't submit them, so it's really mm. frustrating. Because do you think that they don't happen as much, or they're just not submitting them? Um, I think it's probably both. I think, um, okay. I to be honest, I don't think they happen as much, yeah. and I don't think they happen with as much severity as yeah, they right. do yeah. with women as well. They're definitely happening, just yeah. in a different way. But yeah. men um, definitely aren't encouraged to be like reflective about that. No, to share it no and i think also something because like keep it inside <laughs> i think because i'm a woman as well i mean like if you're a, a say let's say a straight dude wanting mm. to share with a, a straight woman i mean mm. you might be a little bit hesitant to do mm. that so mm. i mean there's a few barriers there but that being said i mm. i still do think that women are actually getting a little bit of a rougher trot why is that why is why that why do we think why is that happening do you think i don't know are like, men spoiled with choice out there or is it that they're the ones that are left behind over, you know, a certain age, like have certain issues. Because I – and I, I feel like I've said this a bunch on this pod, but I'll say it again, is that a lot of people go – well, I, like I'm happy to say if you're a man in your 40s and you're single, there's something going on there that's not agreeable to women, right? And then, right? And then people are like, yeah, but you're single, Kelly. What's wrong with you? And I was like, well, here's the difference between <laughs> men and women at the age of 38. Hmm. A 38-year-old woman um, works out. She watches what she eats. She puts stuff on her face to make things look good. She wears makeup. She gets her hair done. She gets her nails done. She works on her mind. She reads. She probably gets therapy. There's a whole bunch of stuff that women do that makes them, um, you know, puts them on a pedestal to be a stronger person and a better person. They're socially conscious. They think about it. They're like, how can I donate? How can I do things? How can I help my community? Yeah, the older you get, even just physically, the older you get um, as a straight woman on like dating sites, the more you notice that the guys in your age range are looking slubby, like schlubbier well, and schlubbier. Because and you're like, oh no, they stopped caring for themselves. And I'm happy to be told I'm wrong, right? But what I've noticed and nothing has changed my mind is that women – the, the, there is no comparison to a 38-year-old woman to, and a 38-year-old man. They're very fucking different. Yeah, and of course there's like the year old women. But yeah, often but they're the guys who just got out of an eight-year relationship and they've been fixed. Well, a 38-year-old woman normally has a good job and she's mm. probably got a house. You know, like they're 
you know, like you guys, um, you know, like, you know, you know, you either live alone or you live, live in a nice place or whatever, but a 38 year old dude. I'm the exception to this, by the way. I am a goblin. No, no, but like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, like no joke, I, I am, am like, like a social media person with no responsibility, but all right. <laughs> you, you know, but you, you take care in your, you're, you're prideful. With the way you present yourself. I have a pizza box look. in my bed at the moment. No, but yeah, but no, but you know what <laughs> but I mean. Again, there's, like, always, there's always got to be an outliner, an outlier, yeah. and it's me. I'm yucky. And we've got, and I've got a few years on you as well. Yeah. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, you take care of yourself. You got nice. You know, you get your hair done. You wear nice glass. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff with women that we give a fuck about that stuff. But also, like, um, in our brains, like, you know, we'll read things to like make sure that we're we're sharp we're working on ourselves like i'm like you know what i do i I'm, one of my one of my bad personality traits is i do this and i i need to work on myself i need to really better myself women do that a lot of dudes at yeah. 38 live you know one of them lives on the couch there's a two bedroom four men living in they're not go- they're not working out i yeah. i cannot mattresses on the floor i cannot get on, on a now. date with a guy who goes to the gym and watches what he eats it's like the last five guys I've dated, none of them have done that. None of them. I used to date a guy who would eat a box of isopoles every fucking day. Oh, send him my Jesus. way. That sounds every like every day. day. <laughs> every day I mean, would eat isopoles. If you want someone to die young, then I guess that's an advantage. You know, but like he always and just he was just like, I don't know, like isopoles. <laughs> like just no and like these jobs and just trying and then I'm like going through the guys on Hinge, I saw one guy who was like, you just could tell, like he was like 40, a chef, tattoos, and all of his photos showed me that he was stunted, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a reason why he's he's there. And I'm like, I can't get in the way of this. I can't be in this guy's ang- in this guy's way because he will drag me down with him. Yeah, I definitely Am do. I making sense? Am I, no, too no, much? You, no, you don't. You totally make sense. Men and women are quite different, especially when they're approaching their, like, you know, late 30s and early 40s. Uh, I think for me personally, I kind of, I don't know. I, I think for me it's become less important to be in a relationship so I kind of stopped caring about it so much mm. if that makes mm. sense mm. so I mean like I kind of started to find satisfaction from other places so I see yeah. men like you've described and mm. I just kind of go yeah. whatever I don't yeah. care I mean yeah. you do you do your thing and look there's heaps of guys like that in, in our age range I'm heaps. 35 yeah. um, and I just look at them I just go you know what I, I don't I don't I care can't. I'm not I'm just you're, I'm not, you're not even in my strategy anymore because i'm so focused on my life my hobbies yeah and someone who will be the right fit and yeah. you know he may or may not exist we'll find out i feel I, like that's you know like a man i feel like it's hard to meet dudes who have that same you know what i mean that they're like you know oh man the, the single guy there's one single guy i know um who's a good dude and he is just constantly having a revolving door of amazing <laughs> women he goes on dates with mm-hmm. amazing doctors surgeons 38 37 and he you know he's very age appropriate he loves it loves women that are strong like that but looking at what he ch- what he has the choice of and yeah. so so he's quite happy to just date until he finds someone with the best a good connection because he has so much choice <laughs> so much choice but i can't even get to the first date yeah, because hard. I can't it's even so get hard. to the first the walk well, in the park. I can't even get there because well, there's no one. Let's talk attractiveness standards as well, because I feel oh like it's definitely, like you said, Kelly, it's definitely a double standard in that I think, broadly speaking, straight men or straight women see 
like their own emotional development as their own like um, personal responsibility. And I think broadly speaking, straight men tend to see their development as being like an external thing, something that the world does to them that's sort of outside of their control. Mm. That's a factor. But also attractiveness standards are wildly different for straight men and straight women. Like mm. we are expected to be so much hotter yeah. in order to be worthy of guys that are less hot than us. And I see it time and time again. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, gonna I, mean, I know that guys are always like, oh, girls are just as shallow, but I don't think they are. No, I don't think we I'm are. Not, I've gone out with bald guys. I'm looking I've for gone a out guy with, guys. with like a kind face, but I don't, yeah, I don't like hair. Like I don't, I, I like chubby guys. Like The thing is men and women, well, heterosexual men and women, they value different things. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I find myself getting frustrated. Like why are men doing this? Why are men doing that? Yeah. For for men, they're just looking for something totally different to what mm. I'm looking for. Yeah. And it took me a long time to come to terms with that. Yeah, same. So, I yeah. mean, while mm. I felt like for a long period of my life I was looking for, you know, monogamy, long-term relationships, serious, mm. da-da-da, took me a, quite a while to realise that for a lot of men that's actually not what they want. Mm. So we have differing expectations and mm. that's probably what makes dating so hard, the yeah. differing yeah. expectations and going into it, you know, wanting different things, valuing different things, being attracted like to different things banging your head against a wall yeah and you feel like you're banging your head against a wall yeah the boy the boys that that did want that though they did it yeah you know? yes, like they, they did yes. it yeah they did it at 28 their their taxi their cab light went on yeah because if only and they picked up the next passenger in the, if only like one in ten straight men wants like um a committed long-term relationship and nine in ten straight women for for example for argument's sake wants mm. a committed relationship then that guy has his pick mm. he has his pick of so many women who want the same thing as him and women have to fight over yeah. you know what though like I'm, I'm not i'm not going to be fighting over a yeah. guy no, i'm gonna no. i'm gonna take the power back for yeah. myself yeah be like if that relationship happens that's great but i've got yeah. so many other things going on if it doesn't happen i really i i I don't care. Yeah, I feel like there was a time where I was so much like, like um, one of the reasons I had to tap out of dating for a while was that every guy I dated, when he left, would take a piece of me with Mm -hmm. them, and I was left a weaker shell. Yeah, Mm. and and I reckon the last few years that's happened because uh, also because those guys have had offered me something, they'd put kids on the table or mm-hmm. marriage or a house and then they took it away so when they when they went so did that dream with it so there was a lot of like for lack of a better word trauma yes that i had and, to and, and grief also, that i had to work through the other thing that you leave behind is that like sometimes dating straight dudes feels like um being like an amateur psychologist like yeah. every time you always yeah. leave them better off than yeah. you found them because you always yeah. leave them having like finally talked about their dad for the first time or I've, like I've dated too many guys the, you, you, the yeah. amount of times that you help a guy get over his ex and you're like why am I've, I doing this I've been a fixer up fixer upper up from men yeah. and that's the thing was all those guys and who they offered me something by themselves yeah. you did yeah and then they've like the, the relationship after me has gotten better for oh them. Oh, my God. Yeah, you because know, I fucking helped them. Yeah. I had like four guys yeah. in a row get married immediately same, after same. dating me. I'm just and done. I, no, like, I'm done. Well, I would recommend for men and women to look at their relationships <laughs> and think, what am I actually getting out of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also look at their previous relationships yeah. and say, what did I actually get out of that? Mm-hmm. I Look, I've dated some lovely, lovely men, mm-hmm. but I look back on a lot of the relationships and think, actually, I didn't get 
as mm. much out of that mm. as I should have. Mm. And I wonder, was I pursuing the relationship because it gave me something or because you're meant to pursue relationships? That's yeah. what we're meant to do. It's the traditional path that yeah, we take. Yeah, and broadly speaking, women are sort of taught as well that like nurturing is their job. Yeah. That like mm. you're born with sort of a, a duty of service yeah. to the world and to mm. men. Well, definitely the ice cream guy was that mm. guy that you just said the leader would like that I, you know, like I, I look back and go, ah, oh, that didn't, that relationship. That was a massive drainer. That was a massive drainer, yeah. that mm. relationship. Like, and at the time I was like, well, I guess it's good. You know, we had a really good second date and mm. he kind of slotted into the my way of life really well and mm. blah, blah, blah. But I like, there were so many fucking issues. One of the issues with that relationship was he had a best friend who was a woman <laughs> who had two kids of two different fathers, no judgment. Um, and she called him 20 times a day Yeesh. and got mad if he didn't answer if he was oh, with me. Oh, that sounds healthy. Right? But they were close friends. They mm. weren't this and that, blah, 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 blah. Both their fathers of those kids went around. So he was like always kind of there and being a father figure for those kids, and yeah. you know, which was noble of him very well. But she – and then one day he said that um, – he goes, oh, yeah, so I told her about you. And, you know, she's like, all right, I approve. So it's good. And I <laughs> and at the time I was like, yeah, cool, thanks. And now I look back and I should have known mm. from that, like that, you know, like this yeah. chick who doesn't even fucking know me yeah. is being all well, that indicates like, that he's outsourced a certain amount of his like emotional life to someone else. Yeah, to an she's external getting, agent. She's getting all the person I'm supposed to be getting from this. Yeah. And at the time I was like, Oh, that's good, you know, mm. I'm sure if we meet we'll be friends. <laughs> but also I'm so alpha. This chick sounded alpha. Yeah. We probably wouldn't fight. Probably and I other. just knew it. I remember, I think I was telling Celio, I was just like, man, this bitch is going to get in the way. Yeah. I have this thing I, I talk about called I really like him specs. So they're like, but I really like him specs. So when you're yeah. in a relationship, all of this stuff goes on. Like and you're like, oh, but I really like him. But I really <laughs> like him. I mean, like, she, he's got this crazy friend, but I really like he's him. He's got a yeah. wife. <laughs> but I really like him. I know. So yeah. I, love, I love it when I have the kind of like foresight or I yeah. don't know, to think about my relationships in a really like – dry kind yeah. of you know what I mean like yeah. non-emotional which I know sounds really like cold but mm. I think it's helpful but to I think th- about your relationships a little bit more with bit, a bit more sterile yeah because I think a good relationship should it shouldn't be easy a good relationship should be hard but it should be hard because both people are working hard to like strengthen the unit and to like be better people together hmm. it shouldn't be hard because one person's pushing shit uphill yeah yeah yeah, and I know, and I, I really, I, you know, I don't at me with all the women suck and. You oh know, yeah, please, way, blah, please blah, don't write into that. Obviously, women have a don't. myriad of way in which, we, ways in which they suck because they're people know, and people suck. We know women can do stuff. Blah blah blah. Don't fucking say anything. I don't care. But these are broad psychosocial patterns. Ha- yes, that I will. Are ha- in these society. are our experiences. So that's why we talk about it. This is what we feel. And I'll have the dudes on when I can find them that have the same situation and can argue. And I've, I've, because I've argued this with other mm. like single dudes. Uh, and, you know, the single friend that I have, he's a, an exception because he's, you know, he's a good, you know, he's a good yeah. dude and blah, blah, blah. But he's also, he definitely is looking for something. 
Yeah. You know, he wants to be in a relationship, but he's just like busy with work, but he's also taking his time. Well, and as much as we're like, you know, talking in personal anecdotes, like we also do, like there is also data to back this up. Like it's not like there isn't data to show that women. I just want to date like, someone that goes the, to the fucking gym. Yeah. And there's data to back up that like women do the vast majority of like physical, actual work in relationships and in the home. Yeah. And pretty good data to show they do the majority of the emotional work in the <laughs> home as well. I just so, want to. Yeah. There's anecdotes about like bad women out there and there are bad women out there. Mm. But like even like. You know, social science shows that they're this, not the majority. Look at this guy on my Tinder. No bio. Oh boy, that's an egg with a wig. <laughs> no bio, one photo. Yeah, good I job, love Daddy. how you like. You want guys that go to the gym. I'm like, you can have them because I'll have the guys that don't go to the he gym because I'm. I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> like an egg with a little toupee on it. Like I just and I and I'm I'm not. It's not about like oh I want someone who's muscly. <laughs> I don't want that. Like you know, Do I don't want to go with someone who has the time and the effort to put up three photos of themselves. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, like, but I just it's not about. I don't want a gym junkie. I don't want a CrossFit junkie. I just want someone that goes. Oh, I better go to the gym. Like you know, just I got to work out. Yeah, I'm like an, an organ, like an uh, emotionally organized person. Yeah, just someone who wants to take care of themselves. Yeah, because if you're going to be in a long term relationship, you'd rather they don't die early. Yeah, but like there's something Ideally. about even if you go for a a run, a 20 minute run, three days a week, or you go to the gym three days a week, whatever it is, that that is one part of yourself that says I give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. You give a fuck enough. I, it's not about working. It's not about losing weight. It's not about that. It's you go for a walk. I do yeah, a 30 minute walk once a week. I'll take a guy who doesn't do that if there's something else, like they, you know, have like constructive hobbies or good friendships or like nurture good relationships with their family or work on themselves emotionally. Just anything. Yeah. Just there's anything. Something to that show there's that something that just puts them above the rest. That's all it is. Um, I, yeah. I, 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 please. I know my dog is shaking. Are you cold? <laughs> he's, he's cold. Um, I don't want, I'm not shitting on men, blah, blah, blah. Don't. You know, at the end of the day, we all want a big stiff dick in us. So just relax. Uh, <laughs> we better wrap up on <laughs> But at least there's always sperm shops in Jimmy. Oh, Jimothy. He, he's the reason why I don't date anymore because I'd just rather stay home with him yeah. and on the couch. He's beautiful. Like, he's not he just – he's a cat. weird anxiety He's a cat. Aww, he's better a cat. than dating. But, like, even, like, my friends who have cats, they're like, your dog's a cat. I'm like, oh, oh no, he absolutely man. is. I know. Um, so I normally give movies on this show – um, uh, one out of ten comes on how good they were. So when Harry with Sally got nine comes out of ten because I actually really loved it. Agree. Yeah, it's really good. But this film, Sleepless in Seattle, I mean, romantic blue balls. It gave me romantic blue balls. They <laughs> never even like. Do they even kiss in this movie? Oh yeah. I don't think they even make yeah. out. No, they don't. Fucking I don't think they do. Emotional I, blue balls. I think that was probably the selling point of the film, where it's like, Ugh, guys, yuck. Tom Cruise, oh, Tom Cruise, yeah. Tom Hanks, Med Ryan, they never kiss. Yeah. Go. $20 million. Anyway. Christians it, can watch it. It's it, fun. It cost them $20 million to make and it made um, $250 million they at the box They could have fucking office. afforded some 200, kissing. Dude, $200 million. That nah. is fucking nuts. Like, and this is a film, Sleepless in Seattle, that's a film people fucking love. It's iconic. I don't get it. Oh, my God. Anyway, all right, we better it. wrap up. Rose, what do you got going on? What people? Where can people see you? Oh, nowhere. I've got nothing going on. Yeah. Um, I suppose my Instagram's like relatively active. Um, sometimes I see things and take photos of them. But yeah, I'm not, I'll, I'll be gigging eventually. So maybe hit me up on Instagram. What, what is uh, Rose yeah. Yule? Um, I have to spell that. R O S E Y U I double L E. That me. Why not Rose Bishop? Because uh, it was taken, and Yule is my middle name. All oh, right, yeah. Yule. Yeah. God. I know. 
hippie it's parents. It's a family thing. No, it's an old family name. <laughs> it's Irish, whatever. <laughs> diddle, diddle, diddle. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? What's happening? Uh, look up Bad Dates of Melbourne or Bad Dates of Australia on Facebook and mm-hmm. there's, you know, you can find the Instagrams or whatever from there and send me your Bad Date stories yeah. as well. So yeah. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, my God. All right, mm. ladies, thank you so much. Keep your chin up. We're doing great. We're doing great. I'm how, many, how many comes does this movie get? Oh, I, I give it three comes out of ten. <sighs> Zero for me. Really? Ten, ten out of ten for me. Oh, I love it. it. It's Minus horrible, but I love it. <laughs> I need so to go rough. and watch a super cut of smooching just to feel better. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ladies. Thanks. Bye. Bye.